0: Welcome to One Crime at a Time. I'm your host Shannon and with me as always my sister from the same Mr. Christina. Hey everybody. What's up? Not a lot. I'm tired. I am so worn out. I hope everyone had a great Christmas. Yes. Sorry about our mix up last week. (laughs) We had a little problem. There was some issues. We had some issues. And some major issues with our equipment but I, I think that it's all worked out now. I hope. Maybe. If not, then we'll just, have, just some we'll have some more issues. We'll have some more issues, <laughs> and that'll be, y'all, it'll just be what it'll it is. It'll just be what it is. It is it's what it is. its its it has been a long week. It has. Um, it has been a long week. I've had just a lot of stuff going on, so. I have, too. I know but that she- we were supposed to have the second part of Sharon Phillips out last week, but. Well. We we're finishing it up now, just because we had. Some major issues. Yeah, because, you know, Mama had the wreck. Mama had the wreck. My girlfriend's father died, passed away. Um, It's just been a lot. And then Christmas on top um, of all of that. So it's
1: um, just been a a rough week.
0: Her mom, mom, the girlfriend's mom, had passed away in April. And they never could have a funeral because it was three weeks into the shutdown. Yeah. So now she just lost her father. So yesterday we had a double funeral which was not fun at all um but it was a very nice service and you know I mean there's really nothing else to say about it other than it really sucks and um so if you got any prayer if you pray out there if you could pray for that pray for my girlfriend's family I'd very much appreciate it um so on to more (laughs) to more well, Mama's doing okay. Happy thing now. is, Mama's doing okay. <laughs> she, she is very hard headed and ref, refused. I called her three times to try to get her to go to the hospital because she wasn't well, wearing her seatbelt.
1: And she did hit the windshield. And, and she, she cracked hit the, the windshield. Cra- she
0: cracked the windshield with her noggin.
1: But I was there. <laughs> and. Uh, she was alert when I got to the car because it was in the front yard. <laughs> My mama ran into the ditch, ditch in the front, front yard. yard, and luckily, I mean, you know, she she was alert when I got to the car. No blood, no broken bones. Now she was sore and stiff, and but
0: yes. but I still wish she would have gone well, to get checked out. But, you know. She's mama, and she's not going to.
1: No, she's not. So, but she's okay. She's, she's still not. a little sore, but not too yeah, bad. She's been doing good.
0: I talked to her yesterday, so or yeah, day before, day before, not yesterday, but the day before. So, it's just been a fun week, it's been a fun, fun time, good times, good times. <laughs> <laughs> um, just remind you all that we did get our Patreon updated. Um, so there's. You know, some newfangled levels new fangled, out there. There's some new, new, fangled, fangled stuff, there's on new there. stuff on there. Newfangled stuff on there. Go check that out. It's patreon.com dot slash one crime pod if you wanna help support the show. Um, you can reach out to us at one crime at a time at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Yes. All at one crime pod. Um, what else? Oh, if you are into the paranormal, yes, historical paranormal, history it, slash paranormal. But it's
1: more history than it is paranormal. <laughs> but I we
0: did didn't put we didn't we didn't set out for that to happen, but it no, just kind of turned into. I
1: feel like when you're telling those stories, you have to tell the history of yeah. it in order to make but the story. The we way tell it the be. His,
0: she tells the history of a place, and then we talk, talk about, about what is supposedly haunting the place, that, right? So. If or you,
1: urban legends. Yeah. I did do an urban legend one time. Yes,
0: and hopefully we're going to start doing aliens and Bigfoot stuff because if I have to, if I, if we have to do a reverse out in the sticks so that I can cover aliens and Bigfoot, then that's what's going to have to happen. It's well, just going to have to. My
1: plan is because that was
0: the deal when we started.
1: No, it was not.
0: That was the deal I had in my head. Well, the, no, that was not the deal. <laughs> well,
1: that's what I was thinking. The it was deal going to was, be. I would research something paranormal or urban legend and tell you the story. But <laughs> I was so hoping you would do something and alien I, or something. I poop, may, but, but right now my plan is, is to get at least one from every state and then oh. we'll go into more. Oh like, my gosh. Yeah, so we've got a while Look to at, go. Okay,
0: well, we got maybe go.
1: when I get to Washington, I can do a Bigfoot one. Okay,
0: <laughs> please, <laughs> maybe Bigfoot just doesn't live in Washington or though. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I thought we'd already done one from Oklahoma.
1: No. Are you sure? I'm positive because we've done one from Wyoming. I can. I have got I every think one she's of done them. done like listening.
0: twelve from Wyoming. I've done
1: one. <laughs> I wanted to do all of them from Wyoming, but I didn't. <laughs> I love she Wyoming. Some kind of damn Jones for Wyoming. Ah, it's uh, just a wonderful place. <laughs> you know. A lot of places are wonderful, but it's just something <laughs> but don't like with Wyoming. With me, it's just something about Wyoming. I love Wyoming. <laughs> something about Wyoming. Maybe it's because you can go out there in the middle of nowhere and people can't bother you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really nice right now. As a matter, <laughs> it <but>. does. <laughs> That sounds like it would be really, Bad That really or nice. Montana. <laughs> you get down one
1: of them canyons in Montana, nobody would never know you were there. Gosh, we
0: were, um, yesterday when we had, the, after the funeral, we'd gone back to my girlfriend's parents' house. Um, her best friend was there and they used to live in, they had moved for some ungodly unknown reason to South Dakota for one time. <laughs>
1: South Dakota was not about, bad.
0: Talking about. <laughs> she's like I was expecting, you know, we were really looking forward to the first snow cuz we thought it would not just in be South Dakota. you know just some light, you know, oh, little no. little little snow and everything would be covered in snow and it would just be so nice and she's like I woke up one morning and I looked out the window and there was snow flying sideways. <laughs> yeah. She's like, it was sideways snow. And I'm like, well. Well,
1: that's the way. It's the same you know. <laughs> way in some places in Wyoming, like over towards Jackson Hole, Wyoming. There's a town over there that you cannot get to for like four months out of the year because yeah. they have to close the road down. Yeah. So
0: that so. sounds wonderful to me. <laughs> yeah. She was so funny because she was talking about, you know, you either have to be born there or you have to realize that you don't have to live this way. <laughs> <laughs> But I want you, to you live can that way. You can't walk out of your door in January and not have to think about how you're going to get out of your house.
1: <laughs> but I wouldn't mind living that way. Move to Georgia. Just saying. I, 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 my goal is, is to completely be off the grid, self-sustaining myself.
0: Here we go.
1: <laughs> with nobody bothering me and just in my own little world.
0: <sighs> Gosh. So, yeah, I
1: don't care if you don't agree with it. That's what I want to do. <laughs>
0: Well you've at least got to have access to a microphone and a computer. Well I'll
1: have a I'll have a um solar panel where I can do uh, some communication. Oh okay. Stuff.
0: Okay then.
1: But that's still <laughs> off the grid. <laughs> I'm Whatever. talking like one solar panel <laughs> That will just better, charge something up Just one solar panel hope it's fucking sunny <laughs> Well I can put up a mini windmill <laughs> On top of the house Or cabin oh, like, They have those little mini windmills That'll run like one outlet in your house <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to what? Maybe for like freezers and stuff If the lights go out yeah, That one yeah. windmill I could see that
0: they have those like mini windmills for real? Yes, they Are you, really real. Is, so is that like a real thing? They
1: have solar spotlights now, like mm. floodlights. Everything's solar now. Where have you been? Well, I mean.
0: <laughs> a windmill's not solar. I was asking it's if wind. that was wheel. Real, real. Yes, it's wheel. <laughs> <laughs> the wheel is wheel. It's a wheel wheel. <laughs> it is wheel. <laughs> okay, let's just, how about you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> we need to finish talking about. Yes, let's talk about Sharon. Sharon, Yeah. Well, I think where we left off last time. I won't say last week.
1: Last time it's, it's been, been a hot minute.
0: <laughs> but where we left off, we had been discussing the new man in her life, Martin Blaz. 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 It's B L B A L A Z S. So
1: is <laughs> Blazes. Blazes.
0: <laughs> And we had been discussing, you know, what the probability was that maybe he did reach Sharon, and they went back to her place, and da, da 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 and maybe... They caught up. Yeah, and they caught up, and maybe that was why her lingerie had been spread out on her bed. Okay. Now, in between then and now, I have been reading... I, I should stay off this. I should stay off of Reddit, because I get... <laughs> I go into these wormholes. You have and I, way and I never, <laughs> too much time on your hands, dear. I don't really. For Reese, it's for reasons. It's just because I have to do it for this show. I don't have time. That's the problem. But I was reading on Reddit, oh. and now I don't know how and true you this is. Know
1: that things on Reddit are not necessarily true. Well, some of sometimes sometimes they can it be. is. That's why I'm prefacing this. It's just like Wikipedia. It's like the true crime Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody can put anything the on there. Wikipedia
0: has like a unsolved, like its whole other website just for I know crime stuff. But I saw that the other day. Anyway, what I read was, and like I'm, like I said, I don't know how true this is because I have not, I had not seen it anywhere else. Okay. Um, and anything that had been reported was that Sharon actually had a roommate. Oh, I don't. And well, why would that not be mentioned anywhere else? I don't know. And what has me wondering is if she had a roommate, first of all, why didn't she just call her roommate to come pick her up, first of all? And again, that could go back to the thing of her I'm wanting to see not her man. I'm
1: because me... If my daddy were still alive and I broke down on the side of the road, right, that's, that's the, the first person I'm going to call is my daddy. Yeah,
0: I mean, unless it's just, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he, I don't know why she didn't. I don't know that she didn't. But my other question is about that, about her having a roommate. Um, She supposedly had mentioned, now this is all off Reddit, mm-hmm. this roommate supposedly had told police that Sharon had gotten a few, kind of menacing phone calls in the weeks leading up to her disappearance. And
1: see, okay, I'm not understanding why all of this would not have come out before all of this on Reddit. I don't know. See.
0: And it could be somewhere else that I had just not read. I don't know. But I I read it. I want
1: to know their sources. And
0: I have, well, there's no sources on Reddit. I want to know where they got it from. I want, but what I wanted to bring this up, the reason I wanted to bring this up was because of that reason, did... Did she get menacing phone calls? And if she did, does it If she did, would it really have anything to do with this? Because how would that person know that, that she, she was, was going to run down. out of gas? Yeah,
1: exactly. So I I that's
0: why I'm I'm leaning towards that's probably not true. And another point about having a roommate, because you remember her brother had made the comment that he remembered that he was going to have to go over to Sharon's apartment because the landlord was going to let them in
1: and if she had a roommate why then not would not have right. to wait. so there wasn't no that's not true <laughs> just
0: let it go i don't know if it's true or not it just makes me i just question there's
1: too many there's too many <laughs> questions there sorry
0: i just have a i just had those questions about it and so i thought i would bring it up since we were talking about and if she did have a roommate why did the police not interview them Nowhere in
1: there. Well, is I don't know anything. that they didn't
0: because this is the case. I, the, 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 all I'm the police gonna, reports have not been released in this I'm case. I'm
1: going to lean more towards there was not a roommate since the landlord had to let them in. But I and don't they know were that going, And they were going over there three or four times and this roommate would be like, look, y'all need to get out of here. Right.
0: <laughs> Okay. Now, I don't know that it's true that the landlord had to let them in. That's what the, uh, the one of the brothers was remembering, even though the sister remembered that he went over there with the dad and the dad had the keys. Yeah, yeah, so but,
1: yeah, well, that's either, a way, whole... either way, after them coming over there six or seven times, this roommate
0: would be <laughs> like, y'all got to go. Y'all can't right. come back. So, and if that is true, the roommate would surely know how the lingerie. Got spread out on the so, bed. So no. I just. I'm i just find, uh, some... some I don't got, know. I don't know. You don't know.
1: I'm gonna say no.
0: Okay. Well, I just thought I'd bring it up.
1: That, that's just my opinion. Okay. okay. <laughs> Carry on.
0: <laughs> so also, let's get back to the timeline. Here. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm just. Trying no, I mean, to figure we're just. I, I know. I mean, I'm just going through theories here. Now, also in 2013, police get a start getting claims that there was a soldier from the former Wake Hall Army barracks.
1: I thought of that too.
0: That bragged they knew
1: she was out there.
0: That bragged about kidnapping and killing Sharon Phillips after she had asked to use their telephone. And that would also maybe explain the car full of hoons. Maybe that's what hoons are. Is that <laughs> what hoons are? I think that hoons
1: are just a group of wild wild people. young guys please let me know that's so, gonna bother I mean, got me got I'm, I'm gonna of, lose sleep over homes
0: tonight <laughs> you've got a bunch of army guys that are drunk that were partying they actually it was just this one that they said had confessed to it and that he had actually confessed to burying a knife that he had used to stab her to death with a woman who did not want to be identified oh come on told the newspaper the sunday mail that she had spoken to police um several times over the years about this soldier who bragged about killing sharon she said quote we were all terrified of him he was there the night sharon phillips disappeared he told us he buried the knife That that was her quote to the newspaper Okay. A second person said that they were aware that police had questioned this man on several occasions over the years. And it was understood that the man was extensively investigated and his clothing tested for the presence of blood, but police never found any proof that he was involved. Now, this is another, this is something else interesting. The presence
1: of blood not being on his clothing...
0: But he claims he stabbed her to death.
1: Right, but he could also claim that's what I wore and that's not really Right, what I mean, they wore. don't know what
0: he had on. Exactly, and that's my point. Unless, if he I mean, unless on, they went and confiscated every stitch of clothing he owned.
1: Well, he could have burned, <laughs> burned that right, particular exactly. clothing and it's not there anymore True. is my point. Right.
0: The Sunday Mail also was told that the soldiers denied Sharon had ever even been to the barracks when they questioned by the police. And another woman, who was also asked to remain anonymous, said that she had been told by a soldier that they had been told to lie about Sharon's presence at the barracks. So, we've got a group of guys partying, military guys partying. Uh Uh-huh. They lie about her coming to ask for a telephone. Now, I don't know where, where they got the story from to begin with that she went there to ask I was just fixing telephone. to say
1: because she would be the only one
0: that could contradict that story, or the or the guard, guard at, at the, the gate. gate. That's what I'm saying. So you've got this supposed group of guys, soldiers, partying, drinking. She comes up. My question is, though, that does still doesn't make sense because why not just ask the guard? Yeah, if you to, got uh, a phone I, phone I can use. use. <laughs> not, that whole story doesn't even make sense now it still could have been one of the soldiers that killed her though even well, it she didn't go in
1: there because they could have come out of the base right. and seen her standing but on the side of the road my
0: point is where did that story originate because that's a if, good question but because if the soldiers were told to lie about her being there then nobody told, can nobody then who can can told contra- the police that she did go there exactly because there's really nobody <laughs> to contradict unless there were witnesses driving down the, the driver that saw her walking that way now that could be that there's that a passing driver saw her because that was a busy road across the street you know that right she had gone that she had so i don't know because she had broke down across the street from that gate so maybe there were people that saw her crossing the street walking toward okay, the stock. barracks
1: so if she broke down across the street from that gate Why are they having such a hard time figuring out where the car was positioned?
0: Good question. Because that's where the Phillips said the car broke down.
1: And you have other people that have drove by and saw the car that said that's where it was sitting. Now,
0: I don't know that for a fact. I said that that was my theory on how they could have known or could have thought that it was closer to the Shell station. I don't know that for a fact.
1: But the person who called Bob Phillips, he saw the car, so he would know where it was sitting at. True. Um, the her, bro- boss, her her brother, her brother, boss, saw the car where it was sitting at. Right. So it's very simple to figure out where this car was sitting at. Well, then,
0: then my guess is it had to have been near, right where the barracks gate was. Right. So, that's what I'm saying. That
1: would not have been hard to have figured out.
0: Right. So, that's so. I mean, I don't think that they just assumed she walked to the barracks, though. I think that maybe somebody saw her walking that toward the barracks.
1: They probably did. So, so her maybe car that would have be been that, pretty close to it. Right. Or they saw her car sitting there broke down, and maybe they didn't actually see her going to the barracks, and maybe they just assumed, well... Surely she would have went there to have asked for help since the
0: gas station was closed. Right. See, that's what I'm saying. There's just inconsistencies even in the. But I'm, I'm still the, having, in the reports and from the stories people are telling. That's what I'm, I'm just saying. having a hard it's time figuring. I'm
1: just having a hard time understanding how they were having a hard time. Figuring Figuring out out where this car was positioned when there were multiple
0: people who saw where this car was. Because that's where the, I guess that's got to be why the police were arguing so adamantly with the Phillips family. Because they had people telling them, no, this car was here. But the Phillips family's insisting that, no, it was here.
1: And why would they lie about that? Because it would not be hard to remember, okay, the car was in front of this gate to the barracks. I don't know. Which is bringing more and more suspicion on this family.
0: I don't know. Why would it matter if it... Because, what did they say, 150 meters? It would matter. I mean, I'm just saying for the family, why would it matter? It wouldn't.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: For the police investigation, it would matter. I mean... I don't know. The police, for some reason, wanted the car seen as closer to the shell station... And the train station, then to the barracks. Now, maybe, I don't know why, unless there's witnesses that told them that's where it was. And the Phillipses wanted it shown more toward where the barracks were.
1: And so that's just confusing so, to me, because I know of two other people who saw where that car right. was sitting, because they called. Well, well one, one of, of them was a family it. member. One of them was a family member. One of them was a friend who called Bob Phillips and told him, hey, I just saw Mm -hmm. Sharon's car. Right. And then the other, so that's three people, well, two people besides the family. Right. That saw, that we know saw where that car was sitting. Right. And if that's a busy road, no telling how many dozens of others that drove by that car opened during the night which
0: was one of the reasons that the police stated that they that they really wanted the car to be sitting where it actually was so that they could say hey if anybody put out to the public if anybody saw this car here or saw anything happening around this car please call us and let us know we're, this is all speculation because you're people. right <laughs> the only
1: people who really if they were told not to say anything about her being at the barracks which we wouldn't know why they'd be told that.
0: Unless something who, happened there.
1: Who told well, we the, know
0: nothing happened there. Because she walked Because they're saying something. that that's where she went first. Right.
1: Who told the story? Because she would be the only one that could contradict what they're saying. Right. Because she would have been the only one out there.
0: How do they know she went there first? Exactly. How do they know that? I mean, that's my whole point. Like this whole barracks story. I where did it come and from? And now you're telling where me where did it originate? This whole soldier story confuses barracks. Were situation. there even any barracks there? <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, I'm, I have but, confirmed. I have confirmed that there were barracks there. I think I, they're were still they, there, were they, but they're abandoned they, now. Were they?
1: Where all this happened or were they just somewhere on Ipswich Road? They
0: were on Ipswich Road, supposedly right across the street from where her car broke down. The gate to the Supposedly
1: Ferris. but what I'm saying That's is my
0: point. We never find out exactly. My guess would be that the car had to have been parked near where the wallet wouldn't all was found. Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't that make sense? Because my guess would be that Who that somebody showed up. Yeah, and took her back. Took then they went back to the car. Right. I don't know. I I I mean, mean, I I mean,
1: my point is that there's so we know of two other people that know where this car was sitting at. Mm -hmm. So it would not be hard to settle that argument. Is my point? And my
0: point is that I'm not don't that I'm not that I don't know that they didn't said set, finally settle it and we just don't know the details of that right because i mean but i do s- know that there was an argument over it
1: right you said that that's a busy road mm-hmm. so numerous people saw that car mm-hmm. we
0: know they did yeah. they
1: may pr- not have said anything because cars break down right. all the time
0: right which is why the police wanted to put out there hey if you saw this car sitting beside the road here well, Let they could just
1: say on Ipswich Road, though, yeah. and people would say, "Yeah, I saw it. It was."
0: And it's 150 meters, so I mean, in that general area. Well, you now wouldn't I even will have say to put
1: that if you just said Ipswich Road close to the either the barracks or the the Shell Station,
0: now people would. You know what? I yeah, it, <laughs> there are they put up road signs where her car was supposedly found. But that was with the cooperation of Bob Phillips. Right. Not as far as my understanding from what I have read and everything that those signs were put up at the location on each side of the road where the, where she disappeared from. Now, but that, and from what I can gather, that was with the cooperation of Phillips, because I think in 2007 they were doing a lot of road construction through there, and they needed to take the signs down. And they let them take the signs down as long as they promised to put some back up as close as they could get to where the original signs were. So the signs that are there now are not really in the exact place where she supposedly disappeared from because they had to move them slight some when they redid the road and the roadway. Okay. So I don't know where they were located at originally on that okay, road. Okay, but
1: I, them signs are were done in 2007. What I'm saying no, is... No, no,
0: they were done years before that, but when they when the, the road construction... Happened in 2007 is when they were taken down and moved.
1: Okay, but what I'm saying is, is when this happened, right. that was a busy road. Right. Numerous people saw where that car was sitting, whether they knew it right. was just a broken down
0: car But what or not. I'm saying is that I don't think it's a point of contention anymore.
1: But I'm talking about when they were having the argument. I know,
0: but my point is... Why was there an argument to begin with and what did it have to do with the barracks? That's, that's my question.
1: Because somebody made up that story about her because nobody would have
0: known. And and unless somebody saw her, those soldiers, unless somebody saw her walking directly into the gate.
1: Yeah. And passing and by of, which
0: is very like I mean, it's very possible not
1: necessarily because it's
0: possible i mean don't it's not it, it's, it's not possible. unlike
1: it's not unlikely but it's not likely because if you watch army bases you can't really see down
0: no where the, I'm talking about where you turn into the gate right it's right off of the road if you look at the pictures online the gate where the little crossbar would be because it wasn't even really like a big gate thing it was just a little crossbar that you turned right off the road into and there was the um guard station so anybody that was on driving down that road could have seen somebody walking toward that gate but would they have
1: have known she was actually walking towards that gate or if she was
0: walking toward the
1: gate but my point is is maybe If they saw her in the road, maybe she was just going to the other side of the road. My point
0: is, that's the only place that it could have come from, was somebody seeing her.
1: No, that's not the only place it could have come from. Somebody could have
0: made the story up. But that's, I mean, who and why, though? And why would the soldiers be saying that they were told not... Maybe they didn't... weren't told that. Well, this lady says they were. I don't know if she's lying or... I mean, I don't know. And that's my point, that... that's my my whole thing this whole story that whole barrack story makes no sense
1: i mean because why would they be told to not mention her when she would be the only one that really knew she was there
0: i mean maybe they're saying as a group that they didn't want uh, maybe it's they they were there partying okay she did come ask for a phone they were all out we ain't got a phone here for you because they're drunk or whatever Then they find out that she goes missing, and maybe they're like, well, we don't want anything to do with that, so just nobody say anything about her coming by here.
1: Or if that's
0: the case, how did they know she went there without somebody seeing her walk to the barracks?
1: And that's my point.
0: That's my point, too. We're saying Uh, the same thing.
1: No, we're not, but my point is that she didn't go to the barracks at all. It was made up.
0: But why...
1: The soldiers didn't necessarily say that. Somebody could have been lying, trying to get that one soldier that they didn't like in trouble. Yeah, I don't know because I mean that one. I mean, think about it. Because I,
0: I find it hard to believe that there's soldiers that would turn a lady away that needed help. Exactly, the
1: guard would not have turned her away. The guard would have taken her somewhere
0: and or let her use a phone. phone. I mean, I. I just, that whole situation is just weird to me. Every part of it is odd. and that it is it's just weird.
1: I mean, I don't know of any soldier either that would say, no, we're not going to say anything instead of going to the police and saying, well, she well, came here. Well, I mean, I guess here. there
0: are some, but I mean, I just
1: see. But the majority, majority of right. them are not. So if
0: you've got a big group of them that are, I just, I don't know. I just find that hard to fathom. There, there
1: was one there that would have said, hey, I'm sober, let me drive you home. Or take you somewhere to get
0: some or help. Or she just wanted a phone, so... Yeah. <laughs> Let her use the phone. I don't know. But maybe it's just... Uh, maybe, uh, honestly... Since it's just she, a story. Maybe. Maybe it was just assumed that she would go there, since it was right across the street from where she broke down, supposedly. So they just assumed, well... I mean, the first place she would go would be the army base because it was the closest place, and it's the army and it's the barracks, the army barracks. So
1: I don't know. There's just a lot with. I mean, because the story could have been made up.
0: It could have been because but, I mean, I'm going, or going it, back. Or it could have basis.
1: My could, point is,
0: my qu- my only question is, if it does have basis, where did it come from? <laughs> like, how did it get known? Is what.
1: And that's my point. I don't think if she the, even went to the barracks. Because if the
0: soldiers did, told the police back in the day when it first happened that she didn't come by there, where did it come from to begin with? And it either, like you said, had to be made up or a passerby saw her walk through there. I think it was a made up story. it was just assumed that she would. Would go. There. I think
1: it was a made-up story because there's a reason that this family was wanting her car placed right in front of those barracks gates yeah, and insisting know. when there were... And we know two other people that knew where that car was sitting, so it was easy to find out where the car was sitting Right, at.
0: so why the argument?
1: Right, that's my point. Why are they insisting that it needed to be in front of that gate, which leads me to believe that they made that story up? I
0: don't know.
1: I I'm don't not saying know. they did. I said just from me thinking that's what i believe
0: yeah i have no clue okay so since we're on this where i I think that you i think your theory is that you suspect some of the family very strongly yeah (laughs) is that what i gather (laughs) Yeah, because there's just too much that they
1: did that is not making sense, because you can't say that they didn't know. Well, let's talk
0: about this family, okay? For a little bit. Now, by, really, by all accounts, (laughs) I don't, I won't say all accounts, but by accounts, this was a close family before this incident with Sharon happened before her disappearance supposedly she was really close to her parents and her dad actually had a nickname for her and called her big bird i don't know (laughs) okay (laughs) i don't know why or where that nickname came from okay now in the years of after Sharon's disappearance her mother fell into a deep 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 depression and was taking a lot of medication to try to deal with her depression over this. Now, I will be the first to say, there is no pill in this world that's going to cure heartbreak. No, there's not. So, I mean, she pretty much, I guess, just to dull the pain, just pretty much stayed drugged up. Right. A lot. <laughs> now, now, in the years... After the disappearance, not only did it take a toll on her mother, it really took a toll on the whole family.
1: Okay. And
0: they actually kind of split into factions. And you had some family members that actually were turning against other family members. When, now, Bob Phillips, when he was questioned about where he was the night Sharon died, okay. He provided an alibi, and this alibi stated that he was collecting one of their trucks on the night of her disappearance. He stated that he and Don had gone um, to collect this truck and did not get back home, I think, he said, till around four or five the next morning. There was a few things wrong with this alibi, however. And one of the major things was that Dawn didn't drive. So his story was that they went to pick up one of his trucks. He drove the truck back and Dawn drove the car back. But if Dawn didn't drive, who drove the car back? Right. and the... So that was his alibi. So let's just start there. You know, as I stated, Dawn... Was pretty much medic heavily medicated all of the time right now in 1991 at her son's wedding one of her son's weddings dawn was talking to one of the investigators wives because i guess they had invited them to the wedding so i mean maybe there wasn't as much tension there At this time, as there had been in the past, or maybe there just wasn't as much as we're assuming there was based on what was going on. I don't know. I know that the investigator and his wife were at one of their children's weddings, one of the Phillips kids' weddings. But at this wedding, Dawn was talking to one of the investigator's wives. Okay. And she told her, quote, Bobby killed Sharon and put her in a box and I want him to kill me and put me in a box, too. Now, these comments were hard to investigate because Dawn was extremely medicated at the time. Don Phillips died in January of 2010. Okay. And after that somehow apparently there was some stuff in a box that bob phillips was turning had turned over to investigators and without realizing it he had given them dawn's diaries that she had kept over the years and so police were you know reading through these diaries and you know just trying to i guess to find if there was anything that might Help them find, figure out what happened. There were also some vague comments in those diaries that Dawn had kept that led investigators to think that maybe she knew that she did know what happened to Sharon, and maybe that um, they weren't. I mean, it's not like she wrote Bob. Murdered Sharon, you know, it was just some vague things about telling the truth and that the truth would be known and stuff like that. So anyway, they had the comment that she made to the investigator's wife Mm -hmm. at the wedding that they really couldn't substantiate. Then they had the diaries. Right. And, you know, they never really had anything on whether Bob Phillips had anything to do with the death of his daughter. Now, in 2015, in August of 2015, he's in a nursing home. Okay. And one of the detectives visits him at the nursing home and asks him flat out, where's Sharon? Do you know where Sharon is? What happened to her? And he didn't really give an answer. He just said that he kind of looked like he was thinking about it, and then he just kind of just looked at him, and he's like... I don't know. And then a couple of weeks after that, Bob Phillips died. Okay. You've got the parents both dead. Mm-hmm. You've got the family kind of scattered. Right. The kids, anyway. Well, in a, about a year after the death of Bob Phillips, Sharon's three oldest siblings. Okay. They come forward and they do an interview with the Brisbane Times. And they throw suspicion on their father. Okay. And say that they would like for the police to look into the, to see if he actually might have been involved. And one of their main reasons that they're questioning whether their father may have been involved in sharon's disappearance is his alibi right because as i stated stated earlier it's that he and dawn had gone to pick up a truck right <clears throat> right however according to these three oldest kids At that time, he didn't have a truck. He used to own and operate like a, he was self-employed as like a trucker. He, He had a trucking company. But by this time, he was actually living on a pension. And he had sold the truck. Okay. But he had told police that they went to pick up the truck. And then, of course, Dawn doesn't drive. So, this alibi is pretty shaky at best. That's one reason that they're questioning whether their father actually had anything to do with this. Now, they also tell detectives that they would like for them to check out some of the bush beside their parents' house. Because now, the
1: bush beside their parents' house. Now you got
0: to remember, this is Australia, so when they say bush, they mean like an empty area, <laughs> like a woodland area. No, I
1: get that, but I thought they lived in a residential neighborhood.
0: Well, they lived in. This is the picture of it. I mean, it's a. It is a residential neighborhood. It's basically just a lot that was vacant. Okay. And they wanted them to check that out to see if maybe Sharon's body was buried there okay i don't really know that they had any reason to think that other than that it was just beside the house okay you know i mean i don't think that they had that they had seen any evidence of a body being buried there i think they're just like hey you might want to check out here because he had access to this place basically
1: right right right
0: now as far as i know they never, I don't know that they ever searched the lot or not. I could never find a definitive answer on whether they actually searched it. All I could find was the children asking them to, and then them trying to determine if it would be, if the cost of doing it would be worth it. And that they were going to To
1: solve, solve a, missing per- <laughs> murder, a missing person possible murder case would well, not that be takes, worth. Well,
0: that takes money. Well, I get that, but... And I think that they were trying to weigh whether or not there was enough evidence to even make it worthwhile. Okay, but the way you find evidence is you go look for it. <laughs> Duh. Well, I mean, if you don't... If, but you got to have kind of a feeling that it might be there. And I I don't know that the police thought that it might be there as much as the kids thought These it might be there. These kids
1: know something, that they're just not wanting to come out and say well, <laughs> I mean stop and think about it. Well, we're going to talk about that. They know something. It may not be Sharon, but they know something about something.
0: <laughs> they know something about something now, this is what I find weird okay the they It was the three oldest ones which were Donna, Darren, and Charlie. Okay. which I find odd as the ones that were recounting the stories of going to the apartment and to the car because Donna and Darren are the ones that don't even agree on who was with Darren when he went to the apartment or why he even went there. But that's a whole other story. Those are the three that came out to want well, to... to Request that the police investigate their father. Right. And what I find odd is that they said that at the time and even after 30 years on, that they had never once been interviewed by police about Sharon's disappearance.
1: And see, so that's strange because you would interview the whole family.
0: Yeah. Now, the trio said that they were not accusing their father but said that they had very good questions about his alibi that they needed answers to now Darren states that the Wednesday night before she went missing, so the night before she went missing, she said that darren Darren said that he was over at her apartment, and that Sharon said to Darren that the old man had the shits with both of us, meaning he was mad with both of them (laughs) because they had both moved out of the family home and i can see that and the reason he was mad about it was because he didn't know that if he would be able to afford to keep the house if the kids kept moving out because he was depending on their income also to help pay the house payment well killing them ain't gonna help (laughs) Let's see how to measure. (laughs) You can't collate on Sharon's anyway because her body's never been found. You could after so many years. Donna said that she had first raised questions with police 10 years ago, but had struggled to get the police to listen. And she even provided the media with a list of officers' names and police stations that she had called. Now... Donna Anderson made the statement that it was just not true that her father owned trucks at the time that Sharon went missing. Well, I think they would know. She said, because "When because when I began to think about it about 10 years ago, that he had an alibi because he was picking up a truck, I couldn't believe it because it's just not true. And her brothers agreed. Charlie Phillips who was living on the ground floor of the Riverview home in May of 1986, he said their father sold that old Dodge truck years before Sharon's disappearance. Quote, he got rid of that truck before any of that, long before any of that happened, and he went back on a pension. The point is that there was no truck at the time. There was no trucks. He didn't work for anyone. He didn't do anything. Donna said she and her brothers and sisters believed that that was why police were reluctant to talk to them because I guess they're wanting, they've got this alibi and I guess these kids believe, or they're not kids anymore, but believe that the police didn't want to know that the alibi wasn't any good. I don't know. Why would they not want to know, I though? don't know. That that just seems to be what they're saying there, right? She says, Donna said that she and her brothers and sisters believed that, they, that that was why the police were reluctant to talk to them. That makes me think that they think that the police might have been trying to cover up the fact that Bob Phillips' alibi really didn't make any sense. So I don't know now
1: i don't either because
0: i does not see why they would not want to know i don't know either she also quotes because these basic things were not done and they don't really want to solve the case but why not if they think their father did it what would that have to do with the why was that what would the police gain by not solving it That doesn't make sense That's a good question, but
1: I want to know why the police would not look further into that alibi because it would be easy to see if he
0: owned a truck at that time or not. Well, that's what they're saying. They're like, well, why didn't the police even question any of us kids about anything? Well,
1: even without questioning them, it would have been easy to have seen, okay, did he own a truck at that time? Okay, this girl's not driving, so that can't be true. Right. And they didn't even try. They just took the alibi at face value and didn't
0: even look into it. Now, Charlie said that he remembered his father coming home that night in May of 1986, but he cannot remember what time it was. Okay. And according to Bob Phillips, the original story is that he didn't get home until four or five in the morning. Right. But now, like Charlie said, he doesn't remember what time it was, but he said that it was that night. So, I don't know.
1: I'm just, because all of that, I don't understand why they wouldn't look into that alibi more.
0: I don't know why they don't, why they wouldn't question everyone in the family. I don't Especially either. the kids, because they would have to know more about what's going on in Sharon's life. I mean, I'm sure they, she's going to tell them more than she's going to tell her parents. Right. Especially Unless, at 20 years old.
1: Uh, you would think... I, i'm not understanding a lot about this investigation because you can't take an alibi at face value you have to research and make sure it's true mm-hmm.
0: so when they came forward that was in may of 2016 so if you, oh, not quite a year after he died Eight, eight, right. eight months it's when those three came forward now there were other kids that came forward especially one of the daughters who vehemently denied that their father had anything to do with this. They don't believe he had anything to do with it at all. So you've got like I said one faction of kids on one side and one on the other. Some think he does or some think he might have some have had something to do with it. Some of them say there's no way he had anything to do with it now donna was saying that she didn't understand why like you said earlier why she wouldn't have called their father if she ran out of gas and she was saying that she thought that maybe that he would have gotten been mad that she ran out of gas like been like well why why would you do something so stupid got angry and something happened maybe on accident right um and i will say that in another interview that she stated that the problems with the family really had nothing i mean the they did not start with sharon's disappearance that there were problems in that family long before sharon disappeared Okay, and that it pretty much just that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Of uh, uh, I mean, now she didn't. she's, her her words were, but you all don't need to know anything about that. So I don't know what in the world was going on in this family.
1: Yeah, say, so, and
0: that it's something. Something was going on. There's some reason that this family just split apart there's a reason that some of these kids are blaming the father and some and re- a reason that some of them are not right there's some reason some think he would be capable and some reason that some think he wouldn't right i mean there's there's something going on here that we aren't privy to something i agree i agree something Now, whether that means that he had, that Bob Phillips had anything to do with his daughter's disappearance, I can't say that. But I'm just saying there's something that we don't, there's something that went, there's something about this family dynamic that we aren't aware of.
1: Okay, we pretty much know that he lied about his alibi, right? I mean, because it would be easy to find out, really. If I mean supposedly, why would he lie about it if he wasn't worried? Why not just say, Well, I was home all night right, or where he was
0: at right? I don't know
1: why say he went to pick up a truck that he didn't own with somebody that
0: didn't drive? I don't know, I don't know I mean, I don't know. It may be one of those things that's just as simple as he was screwing around or something, and didn't want to say that. Okay, but why not just
1: tell them that? Because he didn't want his
0: family to know. Well, people lie about that crap for this for reasons, dumber reasons than that. I mean, it may just be something as simple and stupid as that. I mean, I don't know. I just. I mean, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't know about the comments that Dawn Phillips made at the wedding and in her diaries. I, I mean, you can't... Because from the way everyone everyone agrees that this lady was... She pretty much just stayed in a dark room, especially in the later years of her life, doped up on pills. There's that. And I don't think that police... I mean, I think they looked at Bob Phillips, but I just don't think that they were able to find anything. So... These siblings coming forward, okay. like we said, like I said, they didn't go to the police. They went to the media because. Why not? Because the, old, the older sister, Donald, had said that she had tried to go to the police over the last 10 years and no one would listen to her. Right. But in light of the siblings coming forward, a man named Ian Seely he contacted the police and he claimed that his father. Raymond Peter Mulvihill. Why is he Sealy and his father's? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why that is. I don't know why they have different last names. maybe? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Just wondering. Now he stated that his father was a taxi driver, and he explained that. Sometimes you know his dad was a real good guy. Sometimes you know, my dad's a real good yeah. guy, but the rest of the time, you know that he would coach soccer. He's and a total dick. He was a Boy Scout leader, and he would also dress up as Santa Claus for kids at Christmas. Oh. So, but he also said, <laughs> that "That's there, the sometimes." That at, <laughs> other times, his like three times <laughs> a year. <he's, laughs> During spring for soccer, during summer summer for for Boy Boy Scouts, Scouts, and
1: winter is Santa.
0: That's it. That's all you're getting. Three weeks in (laughs) December, he's all right. But
1: (laughs) that's it. That's all you're getting.
0: Other times, he would be physically abusive toward his family. And Seeley said that in 1986, that his father, who was 37 at the time, he was going to pick him up because the taxi he drove. The ta- for the taxi company. Right. The That taxi company's taxis were stationed at that convenience store. Or they're at the train station where... Close to the convenience close, store. Yeah, close okay. to the convenience store where Sharon went missing. So he was going... Ian Seeley was going that night to pick up his dad. Okay. After his shift, he was supposed to leave his taxi there and... His son was going to give him a ride home. All right. He said that when he got there, his father was drunk and acting really odd. He would, wait a minute, stop. Yes, yes, wait. that's what he said. I'm just telling the story. doesn't he drive a taxi? He does
1: drive a taxi. And he was drunk?
0: Yes. Okay. But anyway, um, he said that his father was drunk and acting odd. And...
1: Well, if he was drunk, of course he was acting odd. Drunk people are odd. Drunk people
0: are, do act odd, don't they? They do. I mean, sometimes. Depends but on if you want to know anything, ask them because <laughs> they will tell you. See, we said that when he got there, his father told him to get out of his car and to keep an eye out for police officers.
1: Oh, because he had been driving a taxi
0: drunk, maybe? I guess. I don't know. He's, I mean, I do know, but he didn't know at the time. So... His father got into the driver's seat of his car. And then and he's
1: still going to drive.
0: And the son <laughs> let him. Well,
1: I mean, what's she going to do? Tell him, uh, no. <laughs> well, I guess he didn't want to get beat up. I'd rather get beat up than die in a car crash. Well, he's,
0: if you would let me finish okay, my go sentence. Ahead, go ahead.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying.
0: He then drove to the back of the store where his taxi was parked. And Seely says that his, while his father was behind the store, a police officer pulled up to him and asked him what he was doing. And well, I'm
1: just waiting here on my dad yeah. who's drunk, <laughs> driving my car back there to come back around. Now,
0: it doesn't say what the conversation was, you know, with the police officer, but he says that while he was talking to the police officer that he heard what he thought was two car, the trunk, two trunks close. Two car okay. trunks closed. Okay. And Seeley says that after the police officer drove away, his father drove his car out from behind the store and that he got in the passenger seat while his father's driving and that they begin driving home.
1: Well, swerving all over the road because he's
0: drunk. <laughs> now, Seeley claims that he was hearing thumps coming from the trunk. And like,
1: There's something thumping in that trunk.
0: Thump, <laughs> <laughs> thump. Got some, got some 12 inches back there. <laughs> bump, bump. Oh, but when he asked his father, he's like, what's that noise? His father just... "Oh, no, it's just the car. Yeah, his father didn't look at him. He just kind of turned the radio up. He never even Oh, no, that's answered. not suspicious. He didn't answer him or anything. Oh, <laughs> he just who turned, is this guy? He just turned the radio he up. He drives
1: people around drunk <laughs> on his job. <laughs> gets in the car and still drives drunk.
0: So, he said that um, when they got home, that his father instructed him to get out of the car. That's my car, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, his father told him to get his ass out, so he did. (laughs) And that his father drove off. Drunk. That she... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Keep this in mind. Supposedly, that his father drove off and that he didn't get home till early the next morning. And when he got there, there were scratches on his face. He gave um, Ian his car back. and Well,
1: that was nice of him. <laughs> that was, you know. After he had taken an all night joyride, <laughs>
0: drunk. Right. And a few days later, Ian says that he opened the trunk of his car and he found a pair of women's shoes and a purse.
1: His dad does drag. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think that was fun. He was doing a show down it. That's lips. why he did that's why
1: he was acting so suspicious.
0: I don't know if they have a lips in
1: Australia, but
0: they've got one in New York and it's the most awesome place ever. <laughs> but anyway. But anyway. So he asked his father about the items, and his <laughs> of course father, he's not going to tell him. <laughs> and his father kind of freaked out and just took them from him. And he You're not said, supposed to know that. Yeah, he said that his father must have gotten rid of them because he never saw the items. No, he again. just put them
1: back in the case. He, he just, keeps them in for when he does
0: track. When he's doing his show. <laughs> he just forgot to put them and up. He just forgot to put them up. Now, Ian said that in 2002.
1: That was a. That's a
0: long time right. span. We're jumping ahead in our story. Way here. ahead <laughs> to 2002. That <laughs> into the future. <laughs> Wayne's world. <laughs> 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 um, that in 2002, his father was dying in the hospital, and that he went to see his father. Liver failure, maybe. I have no clue. <laughs> just I don't know. Maybe. Because if he
1: was 37 and 86, six, he would not be that old in
0: 2002. Yeah, I don't know. He was dying anyway. I don't okay, care. Okay, anyway. anyway. <laughs> 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 that sounded really bad. <laughs> but our, but anyway, um, that his father was dying in the hospital, so he went to see him. Okay. And that night, he told him that the night that he came to pick him up from... from work the night that Sharon Phillips went missing. Okay. That he had Sharon Phillips in the trunk of his car. Okay. And that he explained that he had come back to the convenience store to get off of his shift to leave his car and that she was there and that she explained to him that she had run out of gas and she asked him, since he was a taxi driver... To give her well, a ride home, well, you would think that it
1: would be okay. <laughs> Apparently, they don't vet, didn't vet these people back then. Well, you
0: know. Um, so she asked him if she, if he could give her a ride home. Sure, get in the trunk.
1: But <laughs> oh, you meant your, your home?
0: home. <laughs> no, I meant my place, not yours. But he said that instead, he kidnapped her and put her in the trunk of the taxi. Wouldn't it be abducted because she's not a kid? I'm sorry going, moving on, <laughs> you think you're funny, and that it made he, you think and, no, it didn't just made me look at you weird. <laughs> <laughs> you look at me weird all the time. that doesn't faze me, <laughs> and that he had in that he had moved her into the trunk of Celie's car, which is why he heard the two trunks close okay. behind the store that night. Wouldn't
1: she have screamed? Well, you would think. I mean, because if he heard the thump, thump, thumping in the trunk, right? Th- 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 she th- had to have been alive, or maybe she was just rolling around. Because, no, he you know, says he was that she probably, was alive. No. He, but no, well, he was probably swerving because he was drunk, so
0: she was <laughs> Some, probably was rolling probably around. He was probably rolling around in the back of the trunk. He <laughs> was like a loose tire iron. That's all it was. <laughs> um, But... Yeah, he said that she was alive at that point. Now, maybe she, her Sufficated mouth was taped. Maybe her mouth was taped. Yeah, but
1: wouldn't you hear like a, uh, uh.
0: I don't know. I maybe not if your dad turns the radio up and he's got his 12s thumping in the about,
1: back. <laughs> I'm talking about when he's transferring her well, from one trunk think. to the other. Yeah,
0: you would think. Or maybe she
1: was knocked out and then woke up when maybe. the thumping in the trunk started. Maybe.
0: maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But he says that he buried, um, that he killed her and buried her in some sand in a drain in an industrial park not far from my home.
1: Wait a minute. Stop. And some sand and a drain. In, you, it was like
0: a, it was like silt. You know how, like,
1: silt gathers. But if it's a drain, there's going to be moving water. Right, yes. Which means. Exactly. But that's okay. what he
0: said he did. Dumbass. I mean. He was drunk. I'm with you on that, yes. It was basically silt from.
1: So, basically, she wasn't buried at all because she, she's going to yeah, wash but pretty her Pretty much,
0: she was just kind of, I guess, laid in the sand, and he was thinking that the silt would cover up her body. So, anyway, now Seely claims that he had called Crime Stoppers when he's because he saw Crime Stoppers. <laughs> he said that when he saw the kids on um, TV on the news, uh, you know, accusing their father, that he didn't want these ch- these people thinking that their father Why killed in the their hell sister. Why would he care? Well, because he's saying that it's not true. So he wanted to let them know that he knew who really killed their sister so that they wouldn't think that it was their father. Now, he claims that he called Crime Stoppers six times. Bullshit. Since his father's death, but that no one ever followed up on the information. They're going to follow
1: up if it's a cold case, dude, or a case that has not been solved. There's no way that they did not follow up unless they just had somebody there that just didn't give a shit. (laughs)
0: But my point is, he, so he says that he went directly to the police when he saw the, the Sharon siblings on the news accusing their dad. Okay. But my point is. Why didn't he just contact If you're them? really, because he, if he's saying he was trying to report this before then,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because he says that. Why ther- didn't you just that, go to the police before? Right. I mean, maybe call Crime Stoppers. One time. One and time. if they don't get back maybe, with then leak then go. To, I mean. Maybe twice. Maybe twice just see maybe thinking maybe it just you know but no you're not no i would never call crime stoppers six times and never go to well, the police first of
1: all i wouldn't call them at all i would just call the police right, department right or the sheriff's department well here at the sheriff's department Which whatever. i don't
0: know if he i mean it's not like if you're telling this story you're going to be able to remain anonymous you know,
1: no, because you're gonna have to tell them who your father was, and <laughs> right. even if you don't want to give your name, they can kind of
0: look that <laughs> up. It out. <laughs> so,
1: you for, know, for,
0: yeah, I mean, for for your story to have any credence whatsoever, you've got to come forward. Yeah, you can't remain anonymous in this situation. No. Now, police went. They took his story serious. Well, you have
1: to when it's a case
0: like that. You have to take every lead seriously. And for the most part, the police said that it held up. They did go search the industrial park for any sign of Sharon's remains, and they found nothing. Well, she was
1: in a drain.
0: Doesn't necessarily mean anything. No,
1: because wild animals, it's in a drain with running water. Anything could have happened. Yeah.
0: Now, the police did come out and state that they were confident that Raymond Mulvihill was the one that kidnapped and killed Sharon Phillips and stated that if he were alive today, that he would be arrested and charged with her murder. Okay. And they also stated that upon further he investigation... Had an accomplice. <laughs> That upon further investigation, they were also able to find out where Bob Phillips really was the night of Sharon Phillips' murder. Oh snap! And that he had been ruled out as a suspect, because you know how we were talking about where was he? Where did he? I know where he
1: was. He was the one doing drag. (laughs) And that's why he didn't want anybody to know.
0: They have never said where he was, but I've got a strong feeling that he was probably um messing around on his wife would be my guess. Man up, dude. That's going to be, that's my guess of what Man was going up. on there. And that that's why he didn't really want anyone to know exactly oh, where he was. somebody knows. Well, somebody <laughs> Somebody knows. somebody knows somebody knows, well, apparently the police know now, according to the police, somebody knows somebody knows,
1: but it would be better to let your let your family know you are having an
0: affair than to
1: let them think you killed your <laughs> daughter, <laughs> dumbass, <laughs> oh yeah, that's much better. <laughs>
0: I can't get my wife mad at me,
1: man. I don't think
0: I killed my daughter. <laughs> what does it matter? What the hell? But I can't ruin still, my
1: reputation.
0: Even still, if the police have ruled Bob Phillips out, there is still something, some dynamic or something, something in that family why didn't that we don't call, know about. Why
1: didn't she call her daddy when she ran out of gas? Because I'm sorry, people, but when a girl breaks down...
0: When yeah, they're single, especially if she's only known that guy for... She, they well, haven't even gone on
1: a date when yet. When they're single, that's the first person they're going to yeah. call. Now, if you're married, you're going to call your husband. Right. Now, but, I can
0: understand, like, if they had been dating a while... Yeah. Then you would probably call she, your boyfriend. And as young as she was, she's going to call her daddy. Yeah. So, after the police supposedly have this case cleared up in their minds... Yay! Ian. <laughs> Well, you did it. Ian Seeley. He further alleges that his father was a prolific serial rapist and killer. What? He says that his let me let me let me get through this okay. part and then we'll discuss. Okay. He says that his father would break into women's homes and kill them and that he would also kill anyone that supposedly, you know. That he felt had, um... Witnessed? No, not witnessed, but anybody that he felt had crossed him in any way. So he was a gangster. This would include a person who supposedly stole money from the soccer club that he was the coach you of. You don't
1: mess with the three things that good that he does <laughs> in a year. That's why he keeps his That's my one good thing. That's my
0: one good thing. <laughs> now, Seely also claims that his father was, um, a contract killer... For an Australian crime family. Bullshit. I'm calling bullshit right here. <laughs> and his criminal nickname was supposedly. Oh, God. You ready for this? God, I don't know. The Gingerbread Man. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's. <laughs> I've got to point this out. Okay. That the police said that they have found no evidence at all think that malva hill committed any of these other murders and they even acknowledged that they can't find any evidence of any of the crimes that seeley describes ever even happened anyway like they can't find murders that match up with these stories that seeley's telling so
1: well he would fly to another country (laughs)
0: No. Commit a, these murders. No, because he was a murderer. He was a hitman for this Australian crime family.
1: But they were doing hits on people in other countries. Oh, is that what it is? In, like, third world countries where nobody would ever know.
0: <laughs> this is what I think's happened here. I think he's crazy as hell. No, this is what I think's happened. <clears throat> I I will. First of all, let, let's go back. I want to talk about his story that he tells about Sharon's murder. Okay. Okay. Cause i have a couple of issues with it and granted i'm sure that there's stuff that the police know that i don't know my first question is were they able to confirm that a police officer stopped and talked to him the night that sharon went missing and if that's the case did that police officer report seeing anything unusual in that area? Well, no, he wouldn't have when have he seen found anything. out about Sharon's disappearance. He
1: wouldn't have seen anything unusual though, if it was behind the store and if he did. He, it, if the he way? was
0: driving down that road, would he? Have, did he report seeing Sharon's car?
1: Well, not necessarily, because they don't always report seeing.
0: But I mean, after she was missing, reported missing,
1: maybe he's one of the people that that guy's father killed. <laughs> no witnesses. <laughs>
0: Now, my second point of contention with this story is that we know from other from the other reports that Sharon's purse was in the car, yes, because her dad says that he found the purse in the car. We know that they found her wallet and her shoes in the drainage ditch there near where the mm-hmm. car was, right. Which she would have had her
1: wallet and her shoes on her if she walked right. the.
0: So where did the handbag and this other pair of shoes that Ian Seeley supposedly found in his trunk come from? If they were supposedly Sharon's, why would she I have told a purse you, I
1: told you and a handbag
0: from. and another pair of shoes? I told you where they came from. <laughs> That explains it that. It was bad secret life. That's why he was on edge a lot. Yeah. He couldn't be himself. No, he couldn't. He didn't feel himself. No. At home. No, he didn't. That's why he beat the shit out of him all the time. <laughs> not saying that's a good excuse, but I'm just saying I'm just that's saying. why he done it. But, and then... I have a problem with him saying that he called Crime Stoppers six times to report this. No, he didn't. I'm just tell you. Go I would not have you. Even called Crime
1: Stoppers. I either would have called the police or went to the police. First station. of
0: all, you're no he didn't. You're not calling Crime Stoppers six times. You're just not. I don't believe it for a minute. I don't now, maybe they have records of him calling like I said maybe I'm totally off base here and totally wrong and the police know I'm I know the police know more about this than I do but based on what they've told us because they had a press conference where they released this information where they came out and said we have this case solved this is who did it but I'm not based on what they've told us in that press conference I'm not convinced that he did it just because you tell me he did I
1: think that because wasn't that guy there using the phone, that, what was his name, Eason? Hm? Wasn't he using the phone when Sharon used the phone? Now
0: there was another, there was a young guy there who had got off the train who had called his dad to come pick him up from the train so station. So this wasn't the same guy? No, no.
1: Okay, this I, I a think different she guy. was still there. What I think happened, and this is just totally me going out on a limb here, <laughs> so I don't know if it's <laughs> just true. Just speculate away. <laughs> I will. I'm gonna speculate. What I think happened is Ian got there before his dad did, getting off work. Very possible. And Sharon was there.
0: Very possible.
1: And he killed her or kidnapped her and put her in his trunk. Mhm. I think I don't think that his dad took the car to the behind the building.
0: Mhm. I mean that you like you don't find that at all suspicious. If you're there and you hear two trunks.
1: You would go see And your dad's just told
0: you to look out for police officers.
1: Yeah, I know. What? I think that the police officer did stop.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe And he, he had to have a reason for being there. I think
1: that was. And talk that what to, because the police
0: officer saw him.
1: Right. And that's how that happened
0: i think so too and i also think
1: now i'm not going to say his dad didn't take his car behind the building maybe he was getting his belongings out of the cab instead of carrying them all the way around the building maybe that maybe so but i don't think his dad did it
0: i think he did well, and this other, all these other things that he's gone into about my dad killed this person, my kid. I think that this is a classic case of what I'm. It's a phrase right. that I'm about to coin right now, and it's called oh, hell. it's called Steve Hodell syndrome. Oh, <laughs> there you go. I think that's what's you going on here, first people. <laughs> if you don't, if people, uh, uh, if you don't know who Steve Hodell is, he is a former Los Angeles police detective. Mm-hmm. And um, who claims that his dad George Hodel Mm -hmm. was the one who killed Elizabeth Short, who is the Black Dahlia? Known as the Black Dahlia,
1: and he also said that he killed
0: killed, that he was the Zodiac, and that he killed the guy's nuts. Well, there is. I will. Now, when Steve Hodell first came on the scene accusing his dad, I if would he'd have say, say...
1: If he had just said the Black Dahlia, he might have been more believable.
0: My thing is, there is there is credible evidence that points to George Hodell being the murderer of Elizabeth Short. Without her. a doubt. Yes,
1: maybe but, but her, but that's I'm, what I'm saying, saying if he had just left it at that... Right,
0: that's what I'm saying. I think this is a classic case of, I'm going, I've got a little bit of attention so I'm going overboard with this right and that's what's happened to Steve Hodell. he he's just gone off I mean he he had I mean in the beginning I mean he had some you know credibility there and like I said even still, there is credible evidence that points to his dad being the murderer but, of Elizabeth but has, there's no evidence pointing could, to him to his father being the Zodiac yeah, killer or right. any of the numerous other murders that he's claimed that his father has committed oh, but, but right so that I, I don't I'm going on record and like I s and there's going to be an inquest they a few weeks ago breaking news they um, reported that they are going to reopen this and do a new inquest and I can't remember if it's March or May of 2021 but it's one of those M months. <laughs> just it's this month that starts with an M. It's one of the months that starts with an M and it's either March or May and they are doing a new inquest into this case so I'm hoping that more information on what the police know and why they are so convinced that this story is believable now Now, i don't know if they have ever you know thought have ever suspected that he's telling this story to cover for himself because that was the very first thing i thought of
1: i think that that's (laughs) what it is because i thought of that too that is the very first thing i thought of but i mean he's telling all this stuff it very well could be that all of that happened with Sharing the way it did, except for one thing, and his father
0: being the one who done it. Right. And I think that the reason he said that his dad was behind... Because everybody... Because I'm sure a lot of people knew that his
1: dad was abusive.
0: Well, I don't know that, but what I was going to say was, I think that police officer showing up, he had to have a reason... For being there. For being there talking to that police officer, if that happened. Right. Which... For them to believe this story, you would, they had to have... They don't
1: necessarily have to have any evidence to believe it. They had
0: to have some corrobor- corroborating... They had to have corroborated that. Like, talk but to that police officer that remembers talking to him there. If they
1: have evidence, that's why I was saying, I think she was in the trunk of his car.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't think his dad is the one that put her there. Yeah. So if they found the evidence in the back of the car... Yeah, it's gonna be well, there I because don't, well, he, I don't think
0: they even had the car saying, to look for evidence. This I'm was just years later. That
1: if his dad were gonna kill her, he would not transfer her alive from one trunk to another. He's it's too get, risky. Right. He's gonna get rid of that body before he takes that cab back.
0: Yeah. I mean it just doesn't sound right. No. It doesn't make it doesn't make sense.
1: And they're opening it up again because they have realized Something's not right. Well, now that's up to
0: the prosecutor. Now, the police, now the prosecutor is the one that's reopening the inquest. That has to be done by the prosecutor. Oh,
1: well, I know. I mean, I'm just saying.
0: That's what I'm wondering. Is is the prosecutor reopening an inquest to get this information out there, or because she questions whether the police. I have to
1: question whether.
0: Have actually, if this is really the answer to in this case. Right.
1: I think that that would be
0: it. That's my opinion. It may yeah. not be. But, but I can't, I, we will give you an update, guys. I cannot wait for this inquest because I, I she want was to on know. the needles. <laughs> I for real want to, I want to know the information they have.
1: But they're not going to give you everything they have. And the reason for that being...
0: But my my thing is there. is if they are if they have this solved then that prosecutor is going to say that if they've convinced they I think that sh- she is reopening this because she's saying convince me that right. this is solved right so I'm gonna trust that if she if, if this inquest leads to the closing of this case officially. Then they have something that well, officially that can officially end it.
1: That's another thing. Why have they not officially closed the case if they're so sure? Because that the that prosecutor
0: happened. has to do that
1: exactly,
0: and so that's I the reason that for the, the inquest.
1: I know that the prosecutor has to do that, but I'm just saying there has to be a reason after all of these years, even from 20, 2002, that it was not officially closed. Yeah.
0: So I mean, that's that's my whole point. Really, is. I'm so waiting there's got on the same to be quest. something, right? That they know, or either that. they found out recently. Yeah. So I'm 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 she's I'm excited. dying to know. <laughs> I not I mean, I'm just I just really want to know what happened to this poor girl.
1: Well, she got she was.
0: I know she was murdered. She was murdered, a murdered and a killed. And she was she's gone. That without a doubt. But she deserves justice, and, and her all of family deserves to know what happened. And
1: I agree. I agree. And it doesn't... They don't but need, some they idiot need to know out there just wanting to be in the spotlight.
0: They need to know what really happened. happened not... I mean, we need... I, they need to know for sure that that's need, what I happened. I don't necessarily
1: need to know right, what really happened. Right, But the family deserves but they to need to know what so really happened. So they can happened. get closure and move on and put right. this behind them.
0: Now, I will say, I got... um Messages from um, this week from a guy who is doing a has done a podcast series, and where he has interviewed Ian Seely. And okay. if you want to go listen to that, I believe it's called. Hold on a second. And the name of that podcast is the Evil Gingerbread Man.
1: That just sounds. Look, you're ruining my childhood. <laughs> Which if you think about it, the gingerbread man was kinda evil anyway. Right.
0: Yeah. He's kinda yeah. I mean So it's actually a um
1: I think that they based a movie off of this. Huh? I don't, it's
0: I don't like know. It's like an
1: independent film and I'm trying to think. Maybe they maybe I'm thinking of something
0: else. I don't know, but like I said, um I got messages from the guy that um he wanted me to know that there is a podcast out there that does um cover, I believe they go into great detail on each of the stories that Ian Seeley tells about his father and the murders that he's committed. But like I've said... We're not going to do that here because we don't believe (laughs) them. I'm not, I'm just, I'm saying that I don't believe them because the police have come out and said that they can't find any evidence that these murders ever happened.
1: Well, not only that, I mean... That's what
0: I'm going by. Now, they could very well, and the police but my thing is if they're wanting to strengthen their case well there on, are
1: other murders out there why would they not want to tell that and all especially they would if, say especially
0: if that, they're trying to prove that this guy killed sharon exactly. phillips they're gonna but want, that
1: they can't But even find a murderer that fits what he did i mean
0: yeah so come on people um but you know there may be something i haven't listened to that podcast and i very probably will i probably will um I can. And there could be. There could be. I mean, he may convince me once I listen to it. I don't know. But what I'm just saying is that the police. He's a showman.
1: He puts on a good show and can tell a good story.
0: Well, I don't know because I've never heard the guy speak. Well,
1: I haven't either. But so how do? I'm just (laughs) guessing because, I mean, if the police can't find any evidence, but he can tell these stories and make other people believe them, he's a good storyteller. That's why I'm saying that. Yeah,
0: possibly. But so, I mean, if y'all want to go check that out, it's the Evil Gingerbread Man. And I believe, uh, I know it's on um, Spotify. That's where I found it. Um, I'm sure it's everywhere. Now, I think that the, I think you have to pay for the episodes after the third episode, if I How many are there? There's, they did like a whole series on it. There's several, I think there's, like there's ten episodes or so. Um, so I mean, they we, they, they apparently they, from what he's telling me, they went really in depth talking to Ian. When we Seeley all go about, back
1: into quarantine,
0: which is probably going to happen, <laughs> that will be a good time for you to catch up on the Evil Gingerbread Man podcast. We catch up on Man all podcast. of our podcasts, yes. Then. And so that's the story of Sharon Phillips. Awesome. And not that
1: she died. No, which is no. Awesome that we got the story told.
0: <laughs> Finally,
1: but Finally, um, after all of the trials and
0: tribulations. But I'm going to keep an eye out and find out. This what is they an find. ongoing story. It is an ongoing story. It's
1: not completed.
0: It's not completed. We're just gonna so, stop for now because yeah.
1: we've told all we know. But once,
0: once we find, once that inquest happens, <sighs> then hopefully she we will. So excited. I'm not excited. I'm just. I want. I just I think that this girl that deserves no she deserves justice. No, I understand. I mean we deserve to. She deserves her family deserves to know what really truly happened to her.
1: I'm in no way saying that that is not deserved by the family. I'm not excited
0: about it. I'm just I'm anxious. When I say
1: excited, I say you're excited to find out what happened. Yeah,
0: I mean I would be excited for her family because they would finally have answers.
1: That's what I meant.
0: And. But we will let you guys know as when we know. we know, and you know, y'all I'm can keep, gonna let you keep her up. You keep, that. Yeah, keep up with you. You can keep up with it yourself. Yes. But I, we will give an update as soon as we know something. I'm
1: going to let you handle that because an hour from now I forget that
0: this isn't going <laughs> to be. <anything. laughs>
1: not that I'm not interested. I don't. Just, I
0: won't forget.
1: It's just I don't.
0: I know. Constantly
1: sit and think about things.
0: Yeah. Like
1: that. Um. What else?
0: uh visit our patreon if you would like to help the show out
1: go listen to our new go listen to
0: out in the sticks um we are about to record our december mini-sode for our patreon um so you can go check that out at some point it will be up tomorrow um what else tomorrow being Thursday. (laughs)
1: And guess what tomorrow
0: is at Thursday
1: December the, the 31st, 31st the last day of 2020 people we
0: made it hope oh, don't don't <laughs> jinx it. We made it to the end of the year. Don't jinx it don't jinx it but um, so like we you, you know you can email us one crime at a time at gmail.com you know we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook yes. at one crime pod. And if you um, listen
1: to Out in the Sticks, send me your ghost stories or strange stories. Or even if don't you be don't. be scared. Even
0: if you don't, send them anyway. Even yeah. if you don't listen.
1: Yeah, send them anyway. <laughs> don't be scared. We won't make fun of you much.
0: I'm kidding. We won't make fun of you. She won't, but I will. She will. I won't. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Um, we really appreciate everything, guys. And thanks for hanging in with us um,
1: through the all last of couple of weeks through all this <laughs> yeah. mess.
0: And we are so sorry. Hopefully it will not happen again. Oh, gosh. If well, it does, we'll be sorry the, you again. Know,
1: you know, if the technical issues happen, we can handle that. But none of the rest of it. No, it was we the don't technical want want
0: issues on top of the other stuff. Yes, so, and
1: all of it together just... Yeah,
0: it kind of got us behind. but um, We appreciate you so much. We and do. Thank we you. Do. Thank each and every one of you for listening. And I guess until... Oh... I did want to say that starting next week, Uh-oh. we're starting out a new year and we are yes, starting God. a deep, 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 deep dive Uh-oh. into um, some serial killings that remain unsolved to this Uh-oh. day. So I'm. Get ready. Get ready, people, because we're going deep. We're going to be deep. We're going to be crying and sweating and everything <laughs> else. We're going deep next week, guys. We're starting. So okay. um I'm not gonna tell you what it is, gonna surprise you, but I don't wanna um, know.
1: I don't wanna know. do well, I'm not telling I
0: wouldn't yeah, I'm not telling. So um just keep an ear out for that. And until next week, we will say goodbye. Yes. We love you. Love you. Thanks for listening. And bye. bye. <laughs>